I am Fikidem Badula, Minister of Transport. This October Transport Month, in line with the theme and slogan, we call upon all South African citizens to help us rebuild our economy by protecting all transport infrastructure, to obey all the rules of the road, to join us in creating sustainable jobs, to stay safe and arrive alive. Together, let's fix transport. Prika Pova. From afar, the land of Garisinga looks peaceful and a new lodge brings the people a sense of hope. But rhino poaching could jeopardize it all. Forbidden love surfaces, family feuds, a trail of dead bodies. The village of Garisinga gets a new chance at life, but do they know everything they should know about their new messiah? Lundaretate Komba, Giani, Land of Blood, starts Monday the 1st of November at 9.30, SABC2, You Belong. There are around 400,000 uncollected identity documents at Home Affairs offices throughout the country. Collect yours today. Offices that offer smart IDs and passports are temporarily open between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. Mondays to Fridays and from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Election Day. Home Affairs will prioritize ID applications, collections, reapplications, and inquiries related to citizens' IEC referrals to enable them to vote. Remember to observe COVID-19 protocols when visiting Home Affairs offices. The Department of Home Affairs. We care. The Weekend View, 6 to 7 a.m. Touching on 641, let me just go to a couple of messages that are non-elections related. So we deal with those. Daryl in Hatfield says, is David Miller on the ballot? I want to vote for David Miller tomorrow. Um, yeah, I suppose if we go by his performances, you can vote for him every four years, can't you, Daryl in Hatfield? Uh, thank you very much for that message. Mike says, when Callis refused to sing the anthem, it was voluntary. Now they were forced to kneel or else. You're wrong. Udo uh, says, Mike. I'm just going to say this because it relates to the Quentin de Kock fiasco, the debacle. And, and there's one line in the statement that he made after he was called to order, as it were, after the directive because he didn't want to take a knee. And he says, and I quote, if me taking a knee helps to educate others and makes the lives of others better, I'm more than happy to do so. It took him 15 months to come to that realization. I'm just going to say around the Jacques Callis thing, if singing the national anthem could help to educate others and make the lives of others better, I would be more than happy to sing the national anthem. He should have been brought to a point where he learned that lesson as well. 6.42, the time right now. Now, it's all systems go for the country's sixth local government elections tomorrow, November the 1st, 2021. These elections are reported to be the most contested with the highest number of ward candidates between the logistical challenges of keeping the electorate safe during the COVID-19 pandemic and the dissatisfaction with politicians in general. A significant disruption to the balance of power in all South Africa's province provinces rather is expected it's chat now around the elections we're joined on the line by SABC's research specialist on politics dr ronesh Dow- uh, Dowraj. uh doc good morning and welcome to the show firstly 
Hi, good morning, Nudo. It's great to be with you. Good to have you on. We've got plenty of time to chat this morning, and I'm inviting the listeners to uh, throw in with their comments and questions as well. Uh, and I want to start off with uh, a comment uh, that uh, is also a question, because somebody was asking, Siabonga in Durban says, please advise how one qualifies for a special vote. Now, I know that you went to uh, the polls yesterday to do just that. Yeah, I did. And, uh, you know, I, I, I must be very honest with you. It was my very first local government election. Although I voted in national and provincial elections, my local government election, whenever they were staged, I was always out of town because with local government elections, it's very specific. Mm. Uh, besides the ward, you have to vote at the exact voting station or voting district that you are registered in. Mm. So obviously, I'm not in Pretoria this year, like you know, like we normally do, uh, you know, every election season. So I was in KZN, and I went in the morning. The station was supposed to open at eight o'clock. I got there. I, you know, I had a few errands to run for my, uh, you know, for uh, for a few things at home. And then I said, you know, before I reach home, let me go to the voting station. So I got there at nine. The station, the doors were closed. There were only three people on site. One of those three people was a party agent. She managed to um, not pacify me, but probably, you know, just calm me down in a way to say that the station will open just now, just be a little patient. So I told her, but I applied for a special vote. You know, what if I had a flight to catch? And that's the reason I applied for a special vote. Then eventually I waited and waited 45 minutes. The guy came out and told me, uh, we're going to be opening very soon. The IC was delayed, blah, 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 blah. You know, a whole list of excuses. So eventually when I got to vote, um, I think those three people inside were a bit confused themselves because one was moving from one part you know, the, the, the uh, cycle, you, you ink your hand, you, uh, uh, your thumb rather, you uh, check the, the, the voters' roll, you know, those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and even after voting, I had to put uh, both ballots in one envelope and then put those ballots in another envelope. And then I tried to hmm. fit that, that, the, that envelope in the box. It wasn't fitting. And then the guy ran up to me and says, just fold it slightly and then it will slide in. I said, oh, okay. Pretty traumatic for my first time in a local government election, but thank you. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to understand the issue now of... Yeah. Well, I understand. Firstly... Uh, yeah. From from your experience, from yeah. from the the research that you've done, just explain yeah. to to listeners the the two ballots, what they are for, and why they are two ballots. Okay, so if you're staying in a metro, we have eight metros in South Africa. So if you stay in a metro, you'll get two ballots. One is a ward where you'll vote for a particular candidate in that ward. And most of the people, by the way, that I saw on the ward ballot, I did not even recognize. <laughs> really? Them. Yeah, totally did not recognize them. So uh, basically what I did was that I kind of went on my gut instinct from what I've uh, absorbed in the media, what mm-hmm. I've been educating myself by reading and watching, those kind of things. And I kind of made, well, so-called my informed mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. And then the PR ballot was very, very large, especially in Itukraini. Uh, you know, obviously we are staying. Um, so, so you'll get a ward ballot, you'll get a PR ballot. PR is where uh, the party, the actual mm. political party will be voting for. They will have a say on who they appoint to council. So you have zero say whatsoever. Yeah. If you're living in a local municipality, uh, local municipality, I think uh, it's, uh, 44 district municipality 205 or 207 you'll get three ballot papers so one will be for a ward one will be for the pr and one for the district council 
We've got 44 districts. Uh, again, the PR and the district council uh, ballot, you will have no say on who gets appointed to, to council eventually. So the only say you will have is on that ward ballot. So just to recap, Metro, two ballots, local municipality, three ballots, ward, PR, and district council. All right. Now, that should be understandable to, to everybody. It will be dependent yeah. on where you live and what the power structures mm. are mm. In, in your voting district, as it were. Um, the, the issue of the two ballots into one envelope, into another envelope, into a box. I, I was under the impression they just separate um, at, at the booth into two boxes. Yeah, Udo, I think what happens was, uh, I, I also questioned this yesterday because I thought there would be two ballot boxes. Then the guy explained to me, no, because you applied for a special vote, uh, these votes don't get counted automatically. So what they do is, uh, you, you, when you fill your two uh, ballot papers like I did yesterday, Ward and PR in a metro, you put both ballots in one envelope, which is unmarked, it, has, it doesn't have your name or anything like that, and then you put that envelope into a second envelope which has your name, the voting district number, and your ID number. So when voting closes on Monday night at 9 p.m., once, you know, uh, maximum amount of people, whoever's registered in that particular voting district or voting station, uh, the voting station closes, then those ballots will be counted, and my special vote will be added into Uh, that eventual tally. So that's the reason. Okay, so your vote's actually going to the Department of Special Votes. It's not going to be... so. Now I got you. I tell you what, uh, Ranesh, just hang on in there. We need to take a quick little spot break and uh, we'll continue our conversation on the other side and inviting our listeners if there are any questions you may have about the process tomorrow or if you're part of the special vote even today, then please get in touch with us right now. African Dreams, a mockumentary with a star-studded cast. Busabuntu, Tiseto Sefaza. Tavo Malema, Ilsa Klink, Lala Hirayama, Craig Jackson, and Tarina Patel. Starts 31 October every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. on SABC One. Zanzi, for sure. There are around 400,000 uncollected identity documents at Home Affairs offices throughout the country. Collect yours today. Offices that offer smart IDs and passports are temporarily open between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. Mondays to Fridays and from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Election Day. Home Affairs will prioritize ID applications, collections, reapplications, and inquiries related to citizens' IEC referrals to enable them to vote. Remember to observe COVID-19 protocols when visiting Home Affairs offices. The Department of Home Affairs. We care. Coming out on top after an action-packed game against Racing 92, Montpellier proved that they mean business. But will this hold when they face the fierce pack of wolves, Leon, this Saturday? It's competition at its finest in the top 14 this weekend. Catch the nail-biting top 14 rugby match between the sisters, Montpellier Herald Rugby and the Pride of Leon, Leon O, this Saturday, October the 30th at 6.30pm, live on SABC2, SABC TTT and via Telcom 1. Brought to you by SABC Sport. You are listening to The Weekend View on SAFM. 
Ten minutes to go before we say goodbye. Dr. Ronesh Dauraj, uh, SABC Research Specialist on Politics, is our guest. And we're chatting elections. A couple of comments coming through before we go back to uh, his views. Um, Anonymous says, morning, Udo. According to the headlines, there were eight centers that did not open an accounting station that was evacuated. This doesn't sound good. A couple of teething problems on day one with the special votes. The IEC, let, let's judge what happens today. We heard from Ronesh as well that uh, there were people sort of confused about the special vote process in the station itself. It was day one. Today's day two and tomorrow we go to the polls. But let's go back to our guest now. And uh, Ronesh, uh, in, in fact, before I come to you, uh, let's get some more views from you. Hi, Uda. It's indeed a sad day when only the rich people in South Africa can watch a great game of cricket like yesterday when South African national team beat Sri Lanka. It is a very, very sad day. Mike Mtoto. Good morning to you, Udo. Good morning to the listeners and good morning to your distinguished guest. The quality of politics in our country is highly questionable. What politics brings to our country, the quality, Currently in the country, if you have to ask 50% of our politicians to describe to you what's the meaning of democracy, most of them will fail. Thank you, Chapter 2. And Chapter 2, thank you for your question. Let me come back to you, Ronesh, and I want to look at the the registration, the certified registered voters in this year's election, because we we anecdotally as presenters in our conversations around the Bri have been saying that South Africans see this election as one of the most important things since the dawn of democracy. Is it borne out in the numbers? Um, I don't think so, Udo, because if you remember uh, back to 2016, everybody, you know, uh, regarded that election as a highly vaunted one. You know, it was the most watched because of the metros, the battle between the ANC and the DA wars in those eight metros. And as we saw rightfully, uh, four metros uh, were hung. We had Nelson Mandela Bay in Eastern Cape, Johannesburg, Tuane, Kuruleni in Gauteng, uh, and, 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 you know, obviously coalitions or loose uh, working arrangements were uh, manufactured or, or factored in in those municipalities. So this election, I don't think uh, it's, it's any different from past local elections. Uh, the only major difference is that this election is the first in South African history to happen during a global pandemic. So I think that's the defining factor. In terms of uh, voter registration statistics, if you look at past elections, uh, voter registration stats have always hovered between 18 million to about 25. I think 2019 it was 26.1. And then this year, it's 26.2 million. Um, you know, if you look at the age breakdown, everybody focuses on the youth vote. Mm. Sadly, for, 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 for these elections, if you look at, uh, you know, those aged 18 to 29, it's, it's actually very low. The numbers are very low. There's only 0.64% of those 18 to 29 who actually registered. And those 20 to 29, uh, number around 3.2 million, that's about 12.38%. But, you know, the question has always been about youth participation in mm. elections. Mm. Fortunately, in the South African situation, we way above the global average. If you take the U.S., the U.K., Canada, those kind of countries, established democracies, mature democracies, youth uh, turnout has always um, ranged between 50 to about 58 yeah. percent. 
But in the South African situation, 2011, uh, you know, 10 years back, local elections, 2011, uh, 18 to 29-year-olds came out in the numbers. The youth turnout was 58.5%. 2016, it went slightly higher because, you know, we had a very activated citizenship. Everything was about the metros. Uh, the turnout for the youth uh, was around 60.05%. And the last election, this is the national and provincial elections, uh, 2019, the youth turnout was 57%. So I think when people talk about the youth turnout, and youth are not uh, interested in politics, they're very apathetic. That's absolutely wrong. It's oversimplistic. The youth do come out. I think where the problem comes in is that, remember there's a difference between a registered population yeah. and a voting age population. Voting age population here, I mean about uh, those people who are 18 and over and are permitted to vote. Now, that's where the disjuncture comes. Those people are not registering to vote in any election, and that's you. where the goldmine uh, comes up for, for, for you know, parties, especially like the EFF, who are yeah, very youth-orientated. Yeah. And the EFF and other political parties are not reaching out, not speaking to uh, issues that actually resonate uh, with, with the 18 to 29-year-olds. So, so I think there's a Goldmine of voters, in, uh, especially when we consider the voting age population versus the registered voters in an election. Yeah, and messaging to that constituency is not the same message with a hip hop or a piano beat at the, at the bottom. No. It's, it's a different communication. But anyway, let, yeah. l- l- let me go to Lubabalo in uh, the Eastern Cape. Lubabalo, good morning. Hello, Braudo. Hey. Thanks, man, to you and your guests. Sure. Um, I'm Lubabalo in the Eastern Cape, in Makanda. Um, I'm the chairperson of the Makanda Disability Forum, and I was a special voter yes. yesterday. I'm yes. visually impaired. It's quite a depressing moment. It's quite, it was quite a depressing uh, time yesterday, but all I wanted was just to cast my vote and to, and I give thanks still even if it is passed, because you'll find that uh, people... Oi, I think he was cut off on the call just as uh, his opportunity to cast his special vote. Not sure what happened with the phone there, but Lubabalo, apologies. If we can get you on, we certainly will. Let, let's get back to our conversation here, uh, Ronesh. And, and I just want to find out, once we have voted by law, how soon should the final results of the election be available for publication? Ronesh? Okay. The gremlins have crept in again. Uh, our listener and our guest gone to us. I'm not quite sure what is happening there. Uh, but let me go to a voice note in the meantime. Most people will agree that the credibility of the IEC has been irreparably damaged since they were quite clearly exposed as benefiting the ANC when allowing them to re-register their candidates, which their admin uh, failed to get to the IEC on time. But having said that, I work as a party agent here in Newlands, and I, the IEC staff and admin is quite fantastic. It's a pleasure to deal with them, and on that level, they're absolutely brilliant. But sadly, their independence is lost. Mike Newlands. All right, that's Mike and Newlands there. Any other thoughts or comments? Let me uh, go to some of your views here. Carl says the main reason for voting ANC will be the opportunity for having something to protest. Um, yeah, Siabonga asking how one goes about the, uh, the special vote. I think we have answered that question. And uh, a couple of other comments around Quinton de Kock and... Uh, 
the taking of the knee. I'm, I'm not even going to reflect on some of these because it's just hatred being spewed. Uh, Bibi Mia says, Udo, don't forget, it's Halloween tonight. Thank you for a great weekend show. I'm one in 835,000. SAFM, simply the best. I'm going to leave it there because the rest is just too flattering and I'm going to be, um, yeah, blushing. Yeah. So, uh, Bibi Mia, thank you very much for the message. Ronesh, you back with us. Ronesh? And here, there we go. My friend, from, from 6 o'clock this morning, we've had all sorts of strange technical issues. Let me, let me begin to wrap up here with you because we've only got a minute and a bit to go. I was asking, once we've cast our votes tomorrow, by law, how soon should the final results of the election be available? Although looking at the last elections, the IEC was very jacked up. Uh, within 24 hours, uh, we had uh, 93% of the results in. And by the third day, we had uh, 100% of the results declared. So I think by Thursday morning, we should know exactly who's running which council. And the results should be declared by the IEC at a ceremony on Thursday evening. And I was hoping to ask this directly to the IEC, but for some reason they weren't available to us this morning. Um, I'm not quite sure whether you can answer this, que- answer this question, but have they got a backup plan if the grid goes black tomorrow, if, if there's no electricity across South Africa? Ronesh? <laughs> the irony of ironies. And uh, now we've lost Ronesh again. I think we shall leave it there, my folks. Thank you so much for listening this morning and being part of the conversations. It's been a technical nightmare, but it is always an absolute pleasure to be in conversation with you. Uh, Ronesh, I'm hoping you're back. A yes or a no? Have we got a backup plan if the power goes off tomorrow when we go and vote? I have no idea whatsoever, Udo, but we're all crossing our fingers, crossing our toes that nothing goes wrong. And, you know, obviously there was an assurance from ESCOM, from the minister and all the top wigs that, you know, at the electricity, the lights will be on. So we're just hoping. Uh, Fingers, toes, everything else that crosses, crossed, that we don't have to cross that bridge tomorrow. Have a fantastic voting day, folks. I'll see you out and about in the queues tomorrow. Time for us to get out of here. It is 7 o'clock. Goodbye.